Welcome to episode two of the Young Wife Collective. If you are new here, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Brittany LaGrasso. I am honored to be your host. If you are new to the Young Wife Collective or you just got sent this podcast, I want to let you know this is not just a podcast. It is truly a community, a collective of young wives who are committed to growing together as young wives and building true community. So today's topic is all about communication. I had somebody submit a request to talk about communication and that is what we are going to do. I think it's a wonderful next topic as we dive into this podcast and I'm excited you're here for the conversation. So, so many people ask my husband and I, Jake, how we stay happy. And I think really truly the answer to that is we practice communication. Communication is a skill you can grow in. It, it, it takes practice. It takes work. Just like it takes work to speak on a stage or to talk in front of a camera or start a podcast. It takes work to effectively communicate with your spouse. So a couple of things that I've noticed or learned throughout the years of being married, of being with my husband, we've been together almost 10 years now, and that has that we've done a lot of communicating. Many of you have heard um, the trailer and my story or part of our story in this first episode and we did long distance. And so that really tested our communication, um, especially when you are not face-to-face. -face. I know some people do really, really well face-to-face -face communication. Some people would rather just not do confrontation at all and sweep everything under the rug. Some people are like, you know what? I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you how I feel and I don't care how you feel because I'm going to let you know how I feel. And there is a song and a dance of how to do it all. Also, I just noticed Christmas is up. If you're watching on Spotify, I've had Christmas up for like three days now and I've just accepted the holidays are here. So sorry, let's jump back into the podcast. Um, so yeah, communication is a really big deal. I think um, everything rises and falls on strong communication and good leadership. And so part of communicating is leading yourself and leading yourself to be committed to being an effective communicator. I think so many people, they feel if maybe you're introverted or I'm extroverted and sometimes I don't like confrontation. Sometimes I would rather just um, not poke a bear depending on the person, the relationship. And if it's your spouse, I, I think it can be difficult because you don't want to hurt their feelings, but at the same time, you live with this person um, or you want to stay with them a long time. So it's important that we figure out this communication thing. So a couple of things um, in our 10 years that we've been together that I've noticed are, number one, just don't let things fester. Do not let yourself leave a situation or go to bed angry. I think, and I learned this as a kid, my dad really modeled for us well. We don't, like, we don't leave each other on an angry note. You know, I could walk out the front door as a kid and we don't know if someone's going to get into an accident. We don't know if we're never promised that we're going to walk through the front door again. And so we really, as a family, it was modeled for me to work on things in real time and not let things get to a point where it was, uh, so like friction and we just couldn't see eye to eye. So I think that was, that was modeled for me a lot growing up, but I I also, for me personally, like, I don't like that feeling of like, ooh, everything is like, it feels like yucky. Like, I do not like that feeling of someone doesn't like me, someone is struggling with what I've said. Like, I, it doesn't mean that apologizing is easy, but I would always try and strive for really making sure my relationships were good. And so 
number one, I would really, really, really recommend you do not let things fester because something small will grow into it as something else. And then maybe it's one small thing and then another small thing and another small thing. And soon enough, things are snowballing. And by the end of it, you are just mad about something that happened, not because of what happened in the situation, but because there's been a trail of lots of little things that have added up. And now you're just like boiling. Um, I really want to reiterate too, that you're creating a safe space within your marriage to talk freely because you're two imperfect people and you're trying to make it through life. Uh, there have been plenty of times when I have said things that I didn't mean, or I was angry or I was hurting or I was in a broken place. And my husband has been so gracious to know like, oh, she's not saying this at me. She's saying this because she's a hurt person. And so when you come at that, come at your relationship with that kind of perspective and you know, like this is a safe place, we can say we can say what we mean, but we don't have to say it mean. And we are truly in this together. That that gives you a little bit of a different vantage point on how to tackle problems. Like I think, I think so many people, they're like, well, it's me versus them. Well, in a marriage or in life, like you are choosing your life partner. Uh, when you get married, it really is you two against the world. It is not you, like me versus my husband. It is not me versus what he thinks, my opinion versus his opinion, not my growing up versus his growing up. Once we got married, it's like, it's Jake and Brittany versus the world. It is husband and wife against everything that could possibly go wrong. Like life, I'm not the first to tell you that life is not sunshine and rainbows. So once you get in a perspective where you can be what we have heard. Um, we have amazing, amazing resource for you guys. I highly recommend you check out Same Team Forever. They they always say same team. Like Josh and Brittany have taught us, they've been mentors of ours and we love them dearly, but they have taught us same team because they've used it. So sometimes they say something funny, like a code word to remind each other, hey, we are same team. In the height of an argument or maybe a tiff or something is like really rubbing one or the other the wrong way, they'll just say, hey, hashtag same team, bro. And it's funny, but it reminds them that they're on same team. So Jake and I say team Lagrasso because we, it's our team before anybody else. Yes, we might be going through some crap, but it's us versus the world. And I think another thing too is I'm just thinking of this while I was preparing for this. I wasn't preparing to talk about this, but if you're in a disagreement with your spouse, and you like something is a really really big deal like let's just say outfits matching okay i i think it's fun to match sometimes um or or let, let's let's just take it a step back um if we're like you ever call your girlfriend you're like hey are you going homeless or are you going cute sometimes same thing with my husband i'm like hey are we going homeless or are we going cute and i'll be in just like a, a homeless mood and jake's like i'm gonna dress the nines so it could be a really big deal to me and it could be, let's say it's a six and I'm so mad. It's a level six out of 10. And to Jake, it's like, okay, this is a level two. I really don't care. Like, yes, I wanted to dress up for date night, but if you want to go in scrubs and leggings, like totally good. Uh, I can concede and we can make a compromise. It's a two for him. So I think being same team and then also being um, aware of how a situation occurs for you, if it's 
using that scale of one to 10 and seeing where each spouse is, that's a great tool for you. Um, so if you don't, if you don't utilize certain tools and you are not committed to strong communication, I think those little things that we talked about that can snowball, it can lead to contempt and contempt is not where you want to be. Um, I'm actually going to read the definition of contempt. So contempt is a noun and it is the feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration, worthless or deserving scorn. It's disregard for something that should be taken into account, and it's the offense of being disobedient to or disrespectful of a court of law and its officers. Now, in a marriage, you are not a court of law, you are not officers, like, you're you're in a relationship. But if little by little, I just, like, let these little things fester and I don't tell Jake, and I'm just like, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to keep score that he maybe mad for this. And then, and no one can make you mad. Actually, you're choosing to be mad. No, no one can actually make you mad. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep a little tally mark because, uh, yeah, I got upset because if this was said on Monday and then maybe it's fine, Tuesday's a great day, but Wednesday morning, oh yeah, something, something was really irritating me. So I'm going to, you know, make another hash mark. And maybe we get into a little tiffer disagreement about dinner on Friday night or Saturday morning. And by then it's like, I'm in a full-blown rage. And it's not even about what happened on Friday night or Saturday morning. Like it could be, hey, where do you want to go for breakfast? And I'm just, I've kept score so much that it is blown up. And I'm going to give you this analogy. It's like lighting dynamite. You know, like if you're angry, it's just like a little like light of the fuse and then just a little bit more and a little bit more. And by the time the dynamite explodes, it's not even about the thing that you got angry about. It was just enough time went by and you tick, 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 and then your bomb went off. And that is how communication can go sometimes because it's not really about what you're arguing about in the moment. It's that you've had some undealt with issues that have just kind of allowed themselves or you've allowed them. Um, we're going to take responsibility for our communication, our feelings, our emotions. You've allowed them to get to a point where they've blown up and like wrecked havoc. And then you're picking up the pieces like, holy cow, there's shrapnel everywhere. And I don't even know where to start. Like, where's, what's the root issue? Like what is happening here? So before things even get to that blow up, try to have open communication, try to have that, hey, we're on the same team. Like, let's let's look at this from a you and me against the world, babe. Like, you and me said we were, said I do till forever. Like, let's figure it out and not punch each other in the process. Um, And I want to, I want to let you know too, communication is a skill. It's a skill that you can grow. Communication is my number one strength on the Gallup Strengths Finders. I love high communication. I'm always going to be the first one to be like, all right, we have a game plan. We're going somewhere for dinner. Like, here's all the people that are invited. I've already made the reservation. We're going to go here. I'm going to show up five minutes early so I can go to the restroom and get a seat at the table and meet the hostess at the stand. Like, I am the person who is going to have every little detail and I can still get it wrong. Like, we're human. That We're not perfect. No one's perfect. And that is, even though communication is a huge strong suit of mine, my Achilles is tone. Um, in Strengths-Based Marriage, which is a wonderful book I highly recommend you guys read, um, Jimmy Evans and Alan Kelsey wrote it. Jimmy Evans is a pastor that teaches a lot on marriage. And Alan Kelsey um, is really familiar with Strengths-Based um, like Strengths Finders and all that stuff. So they have merged 
the Strengths Finders and a marriage book. And one of the chapters talks about the elements of communication in marriage. And so they're the five T's and they stand for tone, timing, trust, truth, and team. So we talked and touched about a couple of those already, but tone. Tone is my, seriously, it is an Achilles of mine. I can say something and when I'm annoyed, I don't even hear it sometimes. Sometimes Jake will have to be like, hey babe, you could have said that in a nicer way. Like, I know you didn't mean it this way, but your tone, like it, it came across a little bit harsh. And growing up, my mom had a wonderful mentor and friend who taught her this in a friend setting, but it works in everything. When you say something, you can say it in a mean way, or you can say it in a pleasant way. And she used this analogy When you serve somebody something, you can serve it on a trash can lid or you can serve it on a silver platter. It can be the same exact thing. Let's say it's a full-blown steak and lobster meal, okay? I would rather have that steak and lobster meal on a silver platter, obviously. Steak and lobster did not change, but if you serve it on a trash can lid, I'm not gonna be so happy about receiving it. So if it's good or bad information you are trying to tell your spouse or a friend, this works in friendships too, you'll wanna be, your tone is the platter. So you can either serve it in a pleasant way or you can just like poo-poo all over somebody and just be like, well, I didn't like your shirt. Okay, like let's just take that as an example. You can say, hey, um, maybe a shirt is okay let's say i'm go we're going out on a date and jake is like hey that shirt's really too low cut okay let's say let's say he could be like babe that shirt sucks go change and i'd be like wow that was harsh i, I bought this cute shirt i'm really digging it i feel cute i want to go out or he could be like hey babe um have you ever thought you can hear the difference in my tone so tone is number one timing i learned this as a kid because sometimes I would ask for things for my parents in inopportune times. Just like in a marriage, sometimes like if hubby is still working and uh, you know, you have some really exciting news and you want his full attention, while he's at the computer between lunch break, like jumping on calls or something, is probably not the best time to tell tell that piece of information. Just like flip side, if there's something pertinent and like maybe not bad news, let's not even call it bad news. Maybe there's something that you guys need to handle right there in the moment. But when he's distracted and I'm not, no, no shade of the husbands. Like we love it when they can go watch football or whatever, but, or we can flip it to us. If I am so like deep in my work and he wants to share some good news with me or bad news, it's probably best if my eyesight is on him, not all wrapped up into my computer, right? So tone, timing, two great ones, trust. Trust is so important because if you don't actually have your trust rooted in your spouse that you can trust them to be a safe place, that they're your teammate, then you're not gonna be real, authentic, raw, honest, and you're always gonna have this reservation. So you want to be able to trust your spouse and have that same trust reciprocated. Otherwise, there's not going to be a level of authenticity that flows. Um, and that will that will bleed. You know, trust is pretty foundational. That will bleed into other areas of your marriage. Truth. 
I hate being lied to. I also cannot lie. So I always tell the truth. Honesty is the best policy in my opinion because then you don't have to keep up with a lie. You do not have to have details straight because you'll know the truth, the actual truth. Now, perception, things, there's two sides, three sides to every story. Yours, mine, and God's, you know. Uh, but truth is, just be truthful. Um, you don't want to start incorporating lies in your marriage or your relationships. That's not a good look, personally. And team. We reiterated this a lot, but truly good communication comes down to being a team. A team above all else. It's you guys against the world. You guys against the world. When you said I do, it was like us against them. So, again, tone, timing, trust, truth, team. We're not going to let things fester. We are not going to let things snowball until we dynamite and blow up. And let's practice being on the same team. That was a lot of information. Uh, I really, really, really uh, want to reiterate, even though I'm pretty good at communication, I'm still working on these. Y'all, my tone gets me in trouble all the time. Okay. And sometimes I get so excited about like timing. I got to work on timing too. So communication is a skill. It's a muscle you have to work at, but in time, as you practice and as you stay committed with your spouse, that you're going to be a better communicator and you want to do that to have a better marriage, your marriage is going to grow and give it some time. I, I want to tell you to give you, give yourselves grace too, because not everyone's going to get it perfect. I, I ask for grace daily from Jake. I mean, seriously, I have an attitude and my tone gets me in trouble more often than not. But this is why we're here, why we are building and growing together, because we want to grow. We want better, healthy, thriving marriages. So if this was a topic that you loved, let me know. Uh, comment below. Let me know what you think in Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, follow us. We're at The Young Wife Co. In that link in bio, you'll find our Facebook group. You can search it. It's The Young Wife Collective Community Group. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, let me know. Invite a friend. Send them this episode if it was enjoyable for you. If you learned anything, let me know. I am open for all your suggestions. And until next week, have a wonderful one.